1: Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about the vegan snacks that touch our lives. I'm David Streepy.
2: I'm Becky Streepy. This week on the show, we're talking about lunch from Asheville's West Village Market and Impossible Chicken Patties. We're also trying Mary's Gone Cheese Crackers.
1: I don't think that they're the cheese crackers. Oh, we're trying new Mary's Gone. I was reacting to the Mary's Gone crackers that we bought on our trip.
2: Oh, yeah, we bought I thought that you
1: were misrepresenting them as cheese crackers. It is so hot in here.
2: <laughs> he's gotten up. Toeheads, he's storming out. He's he is so mad at me. I'm getting mad. What's wild, Toeheads, is that I'm wearing sweatpants and the cozy slipper socks that I bought for the winter. And am comfortable. But, and Dave is wearing shorts and a t-shirt and says that it's too hot.
1: Yes. The problem is you run cold. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, maybe I'm sick. Maybe there's something wrong with my body. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at, but I'm hot all the time in this house. <laughs> and it's not, I'm not ashamed to admit maybe there's a medical condition why I'm hotter than you all the time.
2: Maybe there's a medical condition why I'm colder than you all the time. You can bundle up, though. I can't lay her down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good point.
1: But the, you've already made me so upset. <laughs> the, you acknowledge that you can bundle up, and then you do bundle up. But then you just talk all the time about how you've bundled up and how you have to bundle up. <laughs> One time... You, went, you got up and went into the room to get a different article of clothing three times and narrated the whole thing.
2: <laughs> we were watching. Was it Black Mirror? Probably. I, I kept having to pause the show. <laughs> first, I went and got my cozy slipper socks because my feet are the first thing that alert me that I'm getting cold. So I've got my slippy socks on and I was like, whew, okay, crisis averted. Got back on the couch, got cozy on the couch. Still cold. The next thing that gets cold is my shoulders. And so I went and I got a hoodie. Cozied back down on the couch, but then my legs were cold. So I got my back and got sweatpants. Then we watched Black Mirror. Terrifying.
1: Was that the terrifying one?
2: They're all, they've all been so terrifying. They're not all terrifying. No, they haven't. I guess just gory. They've all been so gory this season. I don't even think that's
1: true. The first one.
2: Jane is awful. Is that the first one? Not gory. No, I guess you're right. The
1: second one, gory.
2: This one we watched.
1: gory <laughs> The third one, not super gory. Not su- There's one scene, but outside of that, not super gory.
2: Yeah, but during that one scene, yes, I had to blah, cover blah, blah, my blah. eyes.
1: And then the, the fourth one is very gory. I wouldn't call it super gory. Yeah. I call the second one more horrific than gory.
2: Oh, I had to cover my eyes last night too.
1: No, the second one I'm talking about. Yeah. I think that's more horrific than gory. Like yeah. the it's the idea of it. Yeah. Anyway. Black Mirror, season six, Netflix.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Boom. <laughs> Check it out.
2: Hey Dave. Yeah. How you doing? Uh How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm glum. Why? It's supposed to rain all week. That means Little to no roller skating. The kid did remind me that skating on Thursday is inside, so we will be skating on Thursday. Small miracles. But um, I am sad. My, I love the Beltline skate on Wednesday nights. It feels so fun to, like, push myself like that, and I, we won't get to do that this week. And my Monday night skate was canceled, too, because of the rain. It's supposed to just rain continuously until, like, Saturday night. It's awful.
1: I love that you have found skating. Yeah, thanks. I love how much you love skating. You do? I love what it brings to your life. Thanks. I wonder if there'll ever be a day where the how you're doing doesn't have (laughs) 80 to 100% skating content in it. Because it's been over a year at this point.
2: Okay, well then I'll also say I am recipe testing some new smoothies because one of the things that you do as a food blogger is you have to audit your content. So I hired a company who does this for you. There are a couple of reputable companies that will do it. You have to do this? Yeah, you do. You
1: have to audit? No, okay. The way you're saying it is yeah. like, so you have to brush your teeth. And it's like, well, you don't have to brush your teeth, but if you want healthy teeth, yes, you do.
2: Yes, it's a lot like brushing your so teeth. So it's not a
1: requirement though. No. Like but, an official, federal, whatever-ish requirement.
2: No, it's just that the Google... Changes what it wants all the time. And so you follow all the rules and then Google is like, oh, a whim. And then you have to go fix everything.
1: Explain a whim.
2: A whim. Oh, we've changed the algorithm. (laughs) Oh, we want things longer. Oh, we want them shorter. Oh, okay. we want images to face this way or that way or that's, whatever they want. That's
1: more descriptive than a whim.
2: It's a whim, but it's you're some... speaking insider terms. I know not, I am
1: not insider terms. Everybody knows what a whim is, but vague. We don't know what that means.
2: Anyway, so they audit your content. They go through all the posts on your website and make a list of the ones that you need to update. And um, I recently was going through and organizing some stuff, and in the process of doing that audit they give you also a list of things to delete so i've deleted a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. i've updated a lot of stuff i have a lot left to update Um, and i discovered recently when i was reorganizing my categories uh, that i only have like a handful of smoothie recipes left on my website because i deleted so many in the great audit i was like i don't want to reshoot all these smoothies i'm just gonna delete them
1: and you wrote a book about smoothies and
2: i wrote a book about smoothies you know at
1: least 40 of them
2: yeah i mean i could just start putting those on my website but that feels like such a cop-out so i'm
1: why why would you why would you like take the shoelaces out of your own shoe before going on a run like that like you created these things i know they're available in a book Uh uh-huh They can be available on your site.
2: Yeah, I'll probably put a couple of them up there, but I don't want it to be all smoothies for my book. And so I'm developing some new smoothie recipes and I'm working on this one in particular. And it seemed like it was going to be very simple and I cannot figure it out. I have made it four times this week. It's not good. It's awful.
1: All right. You have exaggerated quite a bit in the past like four or five sentences. Go on. Nobody was suggesting you put all of the smoothies (laughs) on your website and call it a day from the book. (laughs) Nobody was suggesting that.
2: That'd be too many anyway.
1: There's a difference between not nailing a recipe and it being awful. Like undrinkable awful.
2: Oh, no, not the smoothies awful. This process of making it and being like, that's not what I wanted either.
1: So I'm very dehydrated lately. I've been going on runs and getting very dehydrated. So I'm trying to uh, find ways to rehydrate myself i've been drinking lots of water and that hasn't been going well so now i'm trying my noon tablets which is an electrolyte tablet that i put into my water and so we're seeing how that's going yeah i don't think we need to include noon tablets in the in the show notes why not because uh, i don't want to endorse a product that may not be working for me
2: oh that's true right that's true that's true yeah. listener it won't be in the show notes
1: yeah um okay Lights, camera, action. It's talking toe views. So, yeah, it's a segment of the podcast called talking toe views. Uh, this is where we talk about uh, uh, video content that we've consumed. And this one I, is something that I've been up to lately. Uh, I don't even know if you know about it, but I've been watching. Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Hulu. What? That's right. The old Joss Whedon R.I.P. series uh, starring Sarah Michelle Gellar and Willow (laughs) and the guy who plays Xander. Yep. And Anthony Head. Okay. Playing Giles.
2: Giles. Got a...
1: So she's a vampire slayer, but she's also a high schooler.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And... Giles is a librarian, mm-hmm. but he's also a vampire boss. No, a vampire slayer boss.
2: Watcher. He's a watcher.
1: He's a watcher. How did he get the job in the library? Did they explain that?
2: I think he was already in the library.
1: Like they built the library around him?
2: I mean, gosh, I don't remember. It's been a minute since I watched Buffy. Yeah. I love Buffy. Buffy. I would re-watch Buffy with you. Uh, it
1: wasn't an invitation. Oh. I'm doing this in my private moments. Oh.
2: I just really my like... My time
1: with Buffy is... Oh. Very personal.
2: Maybe when I finish just... Love is Blind... You already finished Love is Blind. I'll finally... No, I still have about 15 minutes left in the reunion, mm-hmm. and then I'll be finished. And then I'll start Buffy.
1: Huh. Well, so wait, you would start Buffy on a different track than me just because I'm watching Buffy?
2: I don't know. You mentioned Buffy, and now now I'm like, ooh. Yeah, but then it's a a
1: Buffy competition. Who's getting through it faster? You'll win. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know. I'm on the first season still. Does it get better? Yeah. Okay.
2: It does. I feel like it's a little bit... It's kind of... I feel like the arc of Buffy is similar to the arc of Doctor Who in that... It's the reboot in that it starts out a little goofy hokey mm-hmm. and it still maintains it's like silliness, but it gets darker as it progresses and more like big story.
1: Do the vampires get more convincing that they're vampires?
2: Oh, goodness. No. Right That's now, part it's of like
1: the- they have pancake batter makeup.
2: Mm-hmm. That continues.
1: And they're all it's just basically like they're people who have... The makeup on.
2: Yeah, they're like Klingons. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's confusing.
2: Yeah. The makeup is bad. But in in other
1: vampire stories, the vampires look like you and me. hmm And they move around our world and seem to enjoy vampirism.
2: Well, the vampires in Buffy, too, they change, don't they? Do they? Yeah. I don't know. They go, and their faces vampire up. Hmm. They look like regular people and then they get Klingon face when they turn into, you know, when the fangs would come out. Also, all the face stuff happens. Some,
1: I don't know. They spend a lot of time in this crypt. And in the crypt, they're all vampire face.
2: Yeah. Oh. And then
1: there's a super evil one who's got like a long nose, I think, and long nails. But it's fun. Yeah. I'm having having fun. It's fun. I want it to get better though. Oh, yeah, it does. I need it to get better. It does. Okay. Okay. Cause the thing about the show is that nobody on it is very interesting yeah Xander's like a guy who like has to put his teeth into the heel of his hand every time a woman is nice to him yeah he goes ah! you know like has to hold something back <laughs> mm-hmm. Willow there's no point to Willow yet I know that there's a whole thing with her
2: she becomes the best one
1: well don't put that I don't mean the load,
2: most interesting one don't
1: put that in my cart OK. OK. Sorry. I'm doing the shopping here. Excuse me. And Buffy, I will say this is my true compliment for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, is that her fashion is on point and has held up. And I think it's supposed to be like outlandish fashion, but it looks really good.
2: Sarah Michelle Gellar's yes. wardrobe. Yeah.
1: Actor portrays Buffy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: She looks good. I'm not, I'm not saying,
1: Goo, she's hot. I'm I know what you're saying. I'm saying her I'm fashion saying, is...
2: Looks good. Yes. She looks good. I also, agree. Mm-hmm. She's hot. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: Beautiful actor. <laughs> I, I'm going to stick with it, but...
2: I love this journey for I you. I need it to get better. Yeah, it will.
1: I need it to. I
2: promise you. It went this, on... Yeah.
1: It went on what? For so long. Yeah, I understand. Bad things can go on for a long time.
2: Yeah, but it, it gets better.
1: But there's... Okay. If you said... If somebody was starting to watch Beverly Hills nine hundred two 90210... Right. And they'd be like, I need it to get better. And I came to them and was like, don't worry, it gets better. It's not going to get better for that person the way that they need it to be better. <laughs> It gets, 90210 gets objectively better, and Mm -hmm. I love it, and it's like, it gets, to me, great. Yeah. But I can acknowledge...
2: That it's still bad. that's
1: not the world's, 2023's vision of great. You know what I mean?
2: I do. I do.
1: I need to go on more of a ride than 90210 takes a viewer, a sympathetic viewer on, from season one to season five.
2: I feel... That Buffy will provide to you what you are looking for. Do
1: you guarantee it?
2: Sure. Yeah, I guarantee it. Lights,
1: camera, action! It's talking to you. Ooh,
2: and it would be so cute. Yeah, Dave. Yes. Let's I'm travel right here. You don't have to keep. Let's bike. travel okay. east okay. from Sunnydale, California, all the way okay. to Asheville, North Carolina, and the West Village Market where we got a takeout lunch. The weekend of our nephew's high school graduation. Right.
1: Why'd you say it like that?
2: I don't know. Okay. It did though.
1: The high school part.
2: Oh, because that's big. It's big and it makes me feel big feelings. It just felt like a disclaimer. Oh, I mean, I just, it's a, it was a big deal. Okay. Got it. So after the graduation, which was like mid morning, we went back to Dave's sister's house for a post-graduation lunch with the family. Mm-hmm. They were getting barbecue, mm-hmm. which meant that we were on our own. And so... Well, and
1: you make it sound like that was a decision that left us out in the cold. But we preemptively yeah. had this arrangement.
2: Yeah. We yeah. were like, we'll take care of ourselves. Right. So we did. And we went to West Village Market in Asheville. It's a little health food store, but they Mm -hmm. also have, as we talked about last week, a little cold case with uh, stuff like sandwiches and salads and Uh stuff like that. Perfect for a graduation lunch. Sure. Uh, So the snack that we're going to eat today also came from West Village Market, as did the snack we ate last week, that jerky that Dave uh, was traumatized by.
1: Yeah, the bad jerky.
2: The bad jerky. Yeah. So uh, let's go through the items that we got. Okay. All right. So the first thing that we got, to sh- we got all this to share, a caprese tofu sandwich. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it.
1: Okay. What was in it?
2: It was a tofu sandwich with balsamic mayo, tomato, red onion, fresh basil, a slice of vegan cheese, and then marinated tofu on it.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. I felt like it had all those things.
2: I really liked it
1: I I was hungry I was hungry. I didn't too. dislike it I felt like it could have been it it tasted like a list of the ingredients that were in it yeah nothing more nothing less
2: it very much was what it said it was yes. yeah yeah I'll give it that I thought I really enjoyed this I would eat it again it was refreshing and mm-hmm. filling I also feel like we haven't been eating as much tofu lately for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I'm the one planning our meals, so it's all on me. Yeah. Uh, But uh, it was nice to have some tofu, and I enjoyed it very much.
1: Yeah. I would eat again in the same circumstances and be excited. If I was going on a romantic picnic or something where more of the focus was on the food, Mm -hmm. I'd be disappointed.
2: Yeah, I get that. I feel like a bread upgrade would go along the way. Yeah. A long way. Like a ciabatta. A ciabatta. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying
1: to get me to do the voice and I'm not going to do it. I'm so sorry.
2: Listeners, you're missing out. And I'm so sorry. The next thing that we got was dolmas stuffed grape leaves. Yes.
1: I don't think I like dolmas anymore.
2: What? Yeah. Our kid doesn't like them either.
1: Yeah. I I, used to love them. Don't like them anymore.
2: I love them. These were good dolmas, too. They were lemony, minty. You can keep them. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're getting into air horn territory. I know. I'm starting to panic. Yeah.
2: What about the pimento cheese? Our final, our final. Oh, no. We got two other things. But yeah, let's talk about the pimento cheese.
1: It was amazing. I thought it was really good. So good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I thought it it was a little bit spicy, but not overly spicy. So you could still taste all the other flavors. And it had this like smokiness to it. It was so creamy. Yeah. All that pimento cheese was good. I have a pimento cheese recipe on my website and I want to try to figure out uh, how to make it smoky. I would Mm. do smoked paprika, but then you wouldn't be eating it. So I was thinking maybe a liquid smoke. I don't know. I have to think about it. I don't know that it
1: it needs to be smoky. I don't know that pimento cheese needs to be smoky.
2: I, I think. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I really like, there's something to be said for just pimento cheese the way it is, you know?
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: It's a classic Southern recipe. Never goes out of style.
2: Yeah. I enjoyed this very much. I ate it with a lot of a different style of Mary's Gone Crackers. Mm. Same. Yeah. And then the final item was a vegan egg salad. We got that to make sandwiches for the kid. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I thought it was fine. It was yeah. dilly and it had a lot of turmeric in it and I like when a vegan egg salad tastes turmeric y. Yeah. Um but I did I thought it was good but not remarkable. Same. Yeah. That pimento cheese though, if you are ever at the Westville Village Market in Asheville, that pimento cheese so good.
1: Yeah, I like that market a lot. I'm being unfair a little bit to their food offering like that's a great grab-and-go option it's way more than you would expect for a vegan grab-and-go
2: oh yeah the other cool thing about their cold case is that they have it organized by shelf they have a vegan shelf a vegetarian shelf and an omnivores shelf Mm -hmm. i don't know if they have a gluten-free shelf yes they do Mm -hmm. okay Which made it really easy. Instead of having to go through everything and look for what said vegan or read the ingredients, we could just go to our shelf. Yeah. It's delightful. Yeah. And then also the little market adjacent was really nice too because we got all like we got the pimento cheese, we could pick up crackers to go with it, Mm -hmm. and then we got some road snacks too. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Got a card. We got Got some hot sauce.
2: Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of went buck wild at West Village Market. I
1: mean, I don't know if it's buck wild.
2: Buck Wild,
1: kind of splashed out a little bit. I wouldn't call that Buck Wild.
2: So on a scale of one to ten,
1: we rate this place. We do the. We rate. We rate. No, no,
2: we don't. You're right. Never mind. We, we liked it. We liked it. We liked it. I'd go back. I'd go back too. Yeah.
1: West Village Market. <laughs> You're doing all right.
2: Yay. <laughs>
1: This is Talking Toe News. All right, this is Talking Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news and present it, and we talk a little bit about it. And this week's headline is from greenqueen.com. Green Queen.
2: The pest control company? No.
1: Greenqueen.com.hk? What's that mean? Hong Kong? Hong Kong? Doesn't feel like a Hong Kong article.
2: Okay. Well, that's okay. What's the article about? What does
1: .hk mean?
2: I really think it's Hong Kong. Let me see.
1: What does hong kong dot hk mean it's an abbreviation for hong kong it's hong kong
2: oh it's hong kong it's hong
1: kong
2: jokes on me tongue
1: also acronym for haram core now i don't think that's right no it's probably i think it me that was from urban dictionary oh and so maybe just take that out okay um Oh, here we go. Cambridge Dictionary, abbreviation for Hong Kong, an HK consortium is set to buy the automotive division. The HK in that sentence would be Hong Kong. Mm. <clears throat> uh, so it's Green Queen is the site. Jill Ettinger is the roving reporter here. And Jill reports on June 12th, 2023, Oatly launches vegan oat cream cheese nationwide. Quote, we're extremely excited. End quote.
2: Here's a fun thing. What? You already I used had to it? work with Jill Ettinger. Are you kidding me? No. I used to work with her when I was at Eat Drink Better. She was my editor at another no, website. Ettinger. She was my Ettinger, thank you. thank you. When I worked at a site previous to that, it was organic something, organic lifestyle style.
1: Organic style.
2: Organic style, maybe? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I remember your life.
2: Wow. I haven't thought about her in so long.
1: Well, she's in Hong Kong now, apparently. (laughs) Good for Jill. Doing local vegan reporting.
2: Get it, Jill.
1: Yeah. All right. Can I continue?
2: Yeah. All right. Oatly,
1: the world's largest oat milk manufacturer, has announced its vegan cream cheese is now available nationwide in the U.S., Sweden-based Oatly says its new oat cream cheese innovation was spearheaded by the company's Philadelphia-based food scientists. Philadelphia is also the name of the top-selling brand of conventional cream cheese. What? (laughs) Those dots connect in a way I'm not seeing? I think that... Are they just adjacent facts?
2: I think just adjacent facts (laughs) tied together. Chill. Chill. What was that sentence?
1: No, it was two sentences.
2: Oh, it was two sentences. Okay.
1: Sweden-based Oatly says its new oat cream cheese innovation was spearheaded by the company's Philadelphia-based food scientists.
2: Oh, maybe she's Period. saying different from the city.
1: Philadelphia. No, the Philadelphia-based.
2: It's Philadelphia-based, different, not the company. Not based out of the company, Philadelphia cream cheese, but based out of the city. Who would
1: think that Philadelphia-based meant people who worked at the Philadelphia cream <laughs> cheese company?
2: I'm trying to help. What alien
1: on this planet (laughs) for the first time? Versatility and opportunity. Oatly has always been at the forefront of providing delicious plant-based alternatives, and this new product is no different, Mike Messer-Smith, President Oatly North America, said in a statement. We're extremely excited about the launch of our new cream cheese in the U.S. as it not only expands our mission to bring more plant-based consumption occasions to consumers. I, I do know how to pronounce words but also continues to prove the versatility and opportunity for oat-based products. So uh, Jill goes on, give her the click. Oatly has been leading the plant-based dairy market with its oat milk, one of the most popular dairy alternatives in supermarkets and coffee shops. That's true. And yeah, Oatly Plain and chive and Onion Cream Cheese varieties have begun to roll out at retailers nationwide. So I'm going to keep my... Pretty Little Peepers Peeled for some Oatly Cream Cheese because I'm back in a bagel way. I don't Ooh. know if you knew this or not, but I'm in know. a bagel way. Yesterday, for breakfast, mm-hmm. I went for a run, and then I came back and I was hungry for a breakfast. I made an everything bagel Ooh. with Violife Cream Cheese, a slice of fresh tomato, Ooh. and just egg that I had made a little like hockey puck out of.
2: Decadent. Yeah,
1: made nice. a little daggy wood. I bit right into it and it was very good. I'm back in the bagel way and I'm excited to add Oatly to my bagels.
2: You know what I wish for and I have not been able to find is a plant-based garden veggie cream cheese. Like the kind that I used to get growing up with like pieces with scallions Mm -hmm. and like carrots and little bits of bell pepper in Mm -hmm. it. That was my favorite. Don't they have that at the bagel place we went to in New York? They have scallion. They don't... I, I thought they had a veggie one. They didn't have a veggie one. Mm. I would have Does gotten Did you look hard it. enough? No, maybe not. Maybe if you looked harder. We'll have to go back to New York.
1: It seems like this onion and chive one could be in that direction for you.
2: Maybe I'll just mix in some bell pepper. <sighs> <and laughs>
1: just could be in that direction. Just yeah. Celebrate progress. Don't celebrate destinations.
2: You're right. When you're right, you're right. I am. You
1: are. So instead of talking about a cream cheese that doesn't exist. Could I get your reaction to the cream cheese that I told you just does exist now in a world that didn't have it before?
2: You know what's also funny is that um, I thought Oatly cream cheese was already a thing. And I'm surprised to learn it wasn't. And I'm excited to taste it. Why did you think it was a thing? (laughs) I don't know. I guess because they have so many products now. Like they've got the yogurts and they've got all the milks. And I just, I feel like and all the ice cream stuff. And I guess I just felt like Oatly had it all. And I didn't realize cream cheese wasn't part of their line yet. Because cream cheese isn't super on my radar. It's
1: on my radar. I know. I think about it a lot.
2: I want to eat this Oatly cream cheese. I bet it's really good.
1: It's good. Cream cheese is good for like frosting and stuff too. hmm It's not on your radar at all.
2: Not really. But
1: the, Just because you don't eat bagels doesn't mean that cream cheese can't be on your radar.
2: It's true. Actually... For the breakfast sandwich cook-off, I'm going to be making a special cream cheese.
1: Please hold all comments about the breakfast sandwich (laughs) cook-off until the day of the cook-off.
2: Okay. Listener, TBD.
1: You're going to get fucking destroyed at the breakfast sandwich cook-off, let me just say. I don't know. I'm I'm using the grill. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. This This is talking. You know what else is a kind of cheese? Cheddar. Yeah. And you know who's out to get that cheddar? You and me? These advertisers. We'll be right back.
2: I'm still Becky.
1: And we're going to eat some impossible chicken patties. So you made fun of me for this. Me? Yes. Uh, we were out to dinner with some friends.
2: Made fun of you? Yes. I wasn't making fun. And I was just excited.: you
1: characterized me as somebody who loves to go to the freezer section. You do? You characterized me as somebody who goes to the Kroger just to go to the freezer section.
2: That, where's the lie?
1: I don't do that. I like the freezer section a lot.
2: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with B- Dave. The
1: way you said
2: it. Be who you are. The Dave. way
1: you said it is a betrayal of what you. the way you're saying it now. One got to go. <laughs> I enjoy, I. I would never go to the Kroger to stand in the freezer section and walk around the freezer section. I go to the Kroger for a reason while I'm <laughs> at the Kroger. I will go by the freezer section. And you, being critical of this, have benefited so much from me going to the freezer
2: section. I have, and I support you.
1: The amount of amazing, amazing things I've brought back from that freezer section.
2: Yes, we're about to talk about some of the amazing things right now. spoiler. Oh.
1: But I bring back new ice creams. Yeah, you do. I bring back new fruity treats. Yeah. I bring back new pr- new frozen potato concoctions. I bring back new vegan meat substitutes.
2: It's true. I bring Dave's keeping this pot alive with his freezer section thing. That's the whole premise of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you
1: criticizing me?
2: I'm not. <laughs> I'm that's bragging. Not the way,
1: that's not the way you spun it when we were out to dinner with some friends. People who you had never met, <laughs> who now <laughs> characterize you as being critical. Of me. <gasps> People who know me. Yeah. Now are seeing that you're seeing, seeing what I have to deal with day in and day out. <laughs> what, Just a monster. He's such a bright light when he's not around her. <laughs> Gosh, that's, that's not the bright light I know. No, I'm seeing he's being dimmed. He's got a bushel uh, over him. Mm-hmm. She's putting a lampshade on his head.
2: Yeah, because it's party time in the freezer section. So Dave came home from a freezer section outing. And among the delights that he brought for the family to enjoy were Impossible Chicken Patties, both regular and spicy. The spicy one, if I recall correctly, says spicy, and it's written inside of a little flame on the front Mm. of the package, which I think is real cute.
1: Yeah. I was surprised that we had not come across the Impossible chicken patties before now. I don't know if they had not been offered before now. I feel like maybe they have. The Impossible nuggets, chicken nuggets, are a main staple of our house.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: So it's not like we're alien to the concept of Impossible or the product of Impossible chicken. Mm -hmm. It's just that these patties were normally Morningstar patty people.
2: Yeah, those, and I like the Guardian Ultimate patties too.
1: And I will say that the Morningstar patties... Are more affordable, and you get more of them. Yeah, these Impossible Patties. I don't look at price tags a lot. Yeah, because that's just not how I shop. You know, I don't have to worry about that sort of thing. But I took a look at this time. I took a look at this time for the pod. Mm-hmm. I took a look at this time.
2: You took a look at this time. And this
1: time, what I saw
2: mm-hmm.
1: was eight ninety nine for a five pack of patties. Ooh,
2: it's it's too much. That's a lot.
1: It's too much. So I bought two because money's not real. I don't. <laughs> I don't worry about it. You know. <laughs> But I had to get both flavors for the pod because I thought, and I really did think this out loud when I was in the frozen food section looking for things for the podcast, doing a good thing that you should appreciate. For the family. Yeah. What I thought was it would be bad for the podcast to do one episode where we do the plain and one episode where we do the spicy. We have to do them both. So I have to buy them both.
2: I love this abundance mindset because old Dave would have been like, we're going to run out of food no. to review, split it into two. Why I would do you put think, them together? No, I do think yes. we're going to run
1: out of ideas, mm-hmm. but I do think that there is an honest way to prevent that. Yes. Yes. It's called eating the food that's in our freezer.
2: Yeah, we need to start doing that. I made
1: that. a list on our freezer <laughs> of all the talk and tofu food that was in there.
2: There's so much.
1: It's like 15 items on the list.
2: Yeah, we need to start eating it too because the freezer's real full. Right. We move it all around. <laughs> we don't eat get, any of it. To get to the same old stuff that we're always eating. To get to the eating. two
1: things that we eat out of the freezer.
2: <laughs> it's true. God. where's that bag of frozen corn move all this right. meat out of here
1: <laughs> such delights in that freezer that i bring home and i can't bring anything more home anyway nine dollars is a lot for five patties yeah that's over a dollar a patty
2: yeah it's too many dollars
1: it's almost two dollars a patty
2: yeah it's outrageous with tax yeah with tax it's two dollars almost almost almost
1: 8 tax, 8% sales tax. Is it 8% on $8.99?
2: Is it taxed? It's food. Food's not taxed, right? Food's
1: not taxed.
2: Food is taxed.
1: I don't think produce is taxed.
2: Sales tax on food in Georgia and Florida state sale <laughs> does georgia charge sales tax on food georgia does not require sales tax on grocery items but this exemption does not hold for any local taxes so you might be paying like city of atlanta or DeKalb county
1: yeah and when i go shopping i got to pay the stud tax of course yeah
2: yes every time and it's high it's yeah, high it's Stud taxes that's why i do so most of this the year. grocery shopping
1: Well, you got to pay the babe tax
2: no, lower yeah, though. Yeah. No, it's just as it's seventy percent of I what the, the male, uh, the taxes no, for I, I, studs.
1: I do the budgets. <laughs> Babe, tax is pretty high.
2: <laughs> so the first of these patties that we had was the regular, and we ate both both of these as chicken sandwiches, yeah. one for lunch and one for dinner. Yep. Uh, we ate the regular ones for lunch. They had air fryer directions on them, and I followed them. Mm-hmm. I air fried them longer than usual mm-hmm they said to air fry at three i air fried them at three. Oh, it says air fry at 380 ours doesn't do 380 so i did 390 mm-hmm. air fry at 380 for 12 minutes then flip and do six more minutes at the same temperature so i did that and they came out nice and crunchy yeah yeah, yeah. even though they say a single layer but we have um the ninja is it the ninja air fryer Yes. And it's got... Ninja Foodie. The Ninja Foodie. And it's got a double basket, so it's got two smaller baskets. So rather than do both baskets, I just put the three patties into one, and they were overlapping a little, but I figured since we were flipping, it would be fine. And mm-hmm. I was right. They were fine.
1: Yeah. Do what, you want to just talk about... Sure. Because the spicy wasn't that different in prep or anything like that. It yeah. It really just comes down to...
2: What's weird is that the spicy... I looked at the back of the spicy. The prep directions are different. Hmm. The air fryer directions for the spicy are different. But I used... Because the regular came out so well, I used the regular directions. How were they different? It was just 12 minutes. No flip? No no flip and an extra six.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: Um, yeah. And I was like, but it came out so well last time. I'm just going to use the regular directions.
1: Now... I think that we should have done the directions on the packet.
2: Yeah, probably. So
1: that we could be accurate reporters. Yeah. We got we to gotta be standard bearers of the truth.
2: Yeah, you're right. We've well, got a level
1: set. When we're talking about whether we like something, it's not going to be like, and then I put a bunch of my favorite sauce on it and it tasted real good, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: we got to have it on its merits.
2: So I, w- another thing, I what I wanted to say... To go back to your point about the price is um, these patties are small. Yeah. It was swallowed up by the buns. When I made the spicy ones the next night, we had these other burger buns that were smaller and I used those and it worked a little bit better. But these patties are tiny. Like those Gardein Ultimate patties fill up the whole regular sized hamburger bun. Huh. Yeah. Um, And there's, are there more in a bag? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, whoops. I don't want to say anything that I can't that I'm not sure about. But um yeah, these were tiny patties and they tasted good. I wish they were bigger so I could taste them more.
1: I again, I think I think we're on a I think we're on a bit of an exaggeration riff. Okay. on this episode. I they re- were small patties. They were not tiny. I, th- they no, were small patties. They were small. Yes. They were small. Well, they're not like sliders.
2: No, no, no. They're right. not, Yeah, but they were just they were small compared to like
1: compared to other chicken patties. Even that Morningstar, which I consider to be like the average it's like a cartoon burger size, what yeah. it looks like. The Guardian are bigger. The Impossible are smaller. Yeah. But I think that the the food quality of the Impossible is better than either of those. Really? So, yes. I thought that the the taste was, was good. I thought the texture was good. I wanted a little bit more of an interesting breading around it, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it was bad. I think this is a sandwich that lives or dies by what you do to it. Yeah. But it's a really strong base for the sandwich. I thought spicy and regular were both kind of the same experience.
2: Yeah. I feel like, yeah, like texture and size wise, the regular and spicy, they're the exact same patty. It's just that they put like cayenne in the right the breading for the spicy. The spicy one had a nice kick. Mm-hmm. Some things will say they're spicy and they're like... A little, a little hot, but mm-hmm. this was nice and spicy, yeah. but not like overwhelmingly like, remember that Nashville hot
3: mm-hmm. tender from the Gardein? Gardein? Yeah. yeah,
2: those were like so spicy. Yeah. They were good, but mm-hmm. they were like, woo Aggressive. <laughs> this was like, um, just a nice kick. I was happy about that. Yeah. But I think, I, I prefer a bigger, thicker patty. I like that Gardein Ultimate, or if you remember those VFC patties, mm-hmm. the vegan fried chicken. Yeah. The, like I think I would take those over the Um, impossible any day.
1: I think I would like a bigger patty. I think that this was a fine portion for what I was eating. I think that the price is too high for the size of the patty. Mm -hmm. But I think that the experience of eating the patty, like I could get behind it. I could get behind a smaller chicken sandwich. I could get behind having a little bit less on my plate because I still felt as full when I was done with it. But I think all things being equal... I would probably go for a Morningstar patty just because it's more cost effective mm-hmm. and it's a little bit bigger.
2: Yeah. Okay, so now's when we do a rating. Yeah. So on a scale of one to 10, busy dogs clacking around behind you. They can't hear that though. Oh. They don't know. They don't know. On a scale of one to 10, wickles, Pickles, Chips on your chicken sandwich, what would you give... Well, the impossible chicken patty
1: on a scale of,
2: should we break out regular and spicy? I feel like we can lump them together.
1: I'll lump it together. Yeah. See, even more reason why it wouldn't be an honest two episode breakout. Mm-hmm. It's just an honest way to get there. Um, I would give them seven and a half out of 10. Wickles, pickles, chips.
2: I'm gonna go five.
1: Wow, I think okay. they're fine.
2: Yeah, I feel like five is like fine. If you gave me this chicken sandwich made with that patty, it'd be fine. But five hasn't
1: been your fine in yeah, the past. Though.
2: I I guess not. I'll give them a six. It was fine. Okay, it didn't blow my mind. It got the job done. It was filling, but if given my choice, I would choose a different chicken patty. Hmm. Like I feel like there's a option I would enjoy more that costs less yeah um yeah it's a six six okay. for me dog all right
1: i feel like guardian's really uh dropping off lately really i think the, i don't know about quality wise but maybe quality wise i think that they have a smaller footprint in the stores yeah i think beyond is singing the the chicken song right now mm-hmm. i think the morning stars kind of stepped up their game yeah, Gardein had its moment as being that one innovator in a sea of not really innovating yeah, competition. And then the competition kind of stepped their game up and Gardein did not step their game up accordingly.
2: I feel like their ultimate line was them doing that. And I feel like partic- particularly with their chicken patties, right? they did step up their game. I don't know why they're not at the store as much because that's one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, but back in the day, Gardein was... Yeah, bur- crab cakes, fish fillets. Yeah, it was the standard and it was burgers, everything. Burgers, chicken tenders, other chicken tenders, other chicken tenders, chicken patties, chicken scallopini. Like tons and tons of options.
2: Yeah. But now they're just
1: not doing that. They're trying to double down on burgers and chicken because they see that's where their competition is going. I don't think that they're anywhere near the top of the either burger or chicken. I know that you like their chicken patty, but I just, I'm not there with it. Yeah, I, I agree with good.
2: I agree with you on the burger. I think their burger is fine, but uh, yeah, I disagree about the chicken patty. Like you said,
1: when was the last time you had one?
2: It wasn't that long ago. Maybe a couple of months ago. If there
1: was chicken ultimate, Gardein ultimate chicken in our freezer a couple of months ago,
2: I feel like there I feel was like I'd remember one. There mm. was one left, maybe, and I found it on a hungry day and was like, lunch. Thank goodness.
1: Gotcha. All right, you want to have a snack?
2: Let's do it. So like we mentioned earlier, these Mary's Gone Cheesy Crackers, that's spelled C-H-E-E-Z-E-E. We got them at the West Village Market in Asheville. That's right. They're they're vegan Cheez-Its. But let's see if they're vegan Cheez-Its.
1: Can I preface this by saying I don't like cheese crackers?
2: Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I never liked Cheez-Its.
2: Well, these don't smell too cheesy, so. Okay. I got one. I'm passing it on. Okay. They're big. Oh, this is like four crackers.
1: (laughs) I I, I envisioned the last three sentences of what you were going to say the second that you pulled that box out. I was like, she's going to look down at it and say, these crackers are big. And then she's going to see the perforations and say, oh, no, it's four crackers. And then she's going to laugh at it.
2: (laughs) Oh, we get each other.
1: Well, I'm in luck because these don't taste like cheese.
2: Not at all. They'd be good dipped in that pimento cheese. Oh, Maybe. Mm, There it is.
1: Mm, Waste of time. Mary.
2: Yeah, it's not for me. Mary. Are they gluten free?
1: Mary. Stick to stick to having Jesus, Mary.
2: They're gluten free. Okay. That explains the texture. They're well, a little crumbly.
1: The texture doesn't bother me. Oh
2: the texture it's a little biscuity.
1: It's the flavor that bothers me. It's not cheesy.
2: They taste like chickpea flour. Because that's what they're made from. Mm. And then there's a little cheesiness at the end. It's like a little Nucci flavor. Yeah? Mary, to miss. To miss, Mary. Does Earth Balance still do those cheese crackers? Those were so good.
1: Oh, I don't know. Good question.
2: Those actually did taste like Cheez Its. When the kid was real little, we used to get those all the time. Do we get a letter? We sure do. I can't pronounce this username writes, hi there, we're on a lookout for brand ambassadors to represent our eyewear eyewear brand, and we think you would be a perfect fit. Oh. We would love to work with you and send you our products for free. Whoa. Wow. Okay, okay, I'm listening. We can work for eyewear. I'm listening. You can find more details on this page, which I will not read aloud.
1: okay. Thank you for
2: considering this opportunity, and we look forward to hearing from you soon. Wow, wow, wow.
1: Wow. So I got to say, it adheres to the rules. It's three sentences.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm, Black Um, heart after free.
1: Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. So uh, you're coming at us with an interesting proposal, which is something that I'd like to think about and talk about. Three sentences, like we said. Uh, It is strange, like nothing about the podcast or about specific things that we said on an episode that they might have a problem with. Uh, So kind of leads me to believe maybe they're not a listener. Maybe they're just reaching out, you know? Maybe they're looking at, I don't know, like at the algorithm and just kind of like reaching out and trying to to connect on that level, which mm-hmm. not inherently wrong, yeah. but I'm a little bit suspicious of somebody who's going that way. Yeah, it's a little you know? bit dicey. Like what's vegan about eyewear, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: It just feels like oil and water in a lot of ways, but you do need eyewear to see sometimes, but they might be talking about like sunglasses. They, they might were. not be talking about like eyeglasses.
2: Mm, that's true. I've deleted and blocked, so I don't okay. know. I'll, okay. We'll never know.
1: Okay. Well, all right. But uh, I wish we'd talked about that before yeah, you what? did it. But
2: oh, Yeah, it's especially since you're our new social media manager. I am. Although I will still respond to all the messages. You can just let me know about them.
1: Yeah. Basically, posted content will come from me. <laughs>
2: I'll still personal
1: content will come from you. Yeah. So okay. just let
2: me know when we have messages and I'll, I'll deal with those. All right. All right. I mean, respond to those. I'll respond if to those. You, if you,
1: if you work for a shady company and want to get in touch with us, you can write to us at talking at gmail.com. That's talking without the G you can slide into our DMS at talking tofu on Twitter or talking tofu pod on Instagram I read... Oh, that's Becky's script. (laughs) Becky reads and responds to everyone.
2: Yes, and thank you for the letter, unpronounceable account name. And thank you all for listening. My thank you to you all is genuine. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. And... Do us a big favor and tell a friend about my brain. Do us a favor and tell a friend about us. Word of mouth is the number one way that people find our little show. And you can find me at Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes, including a pimento cheese, at glueandglitter.com.
1: I'm Lion Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and Lion Leader was taken on TikTok. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. And our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye.
2: I'm getting upset. When I get upset, my beard gets itchy. Okay. I won't upset you anymore.
1: I don't think that's true.
2: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.